right, all right. I hope everybody is doing fine. I hope you are blessed and highly favored. Um, giving all praise to the Most High Yah. I just finished the episode about the Constitution and reading the different sections and articles of the Constitution. So now we are going to talk about all the amendments to the United States Constitution. So we're going to start with amendments 1 through 10. Please bear with me because I think this is information that everybody should know. I think we have bypassed a lot of things that we need to know about our country for years. This is why I'm doing it. I hope you guys have patience enough to listen because like I said in the previous broadcast, it can get boring. And it's like, I don't want to hear all that. I don't want to deal with that. But I think that we need to know these rules. We need to know how this government truly is supposed to work. Hear what I'm saying? It's supposed to work for all people. And we need to know how to maneuver through it using the rules that they created. Do you understand what I'm saying? And we need to know who to write to and who to talk to when it comes to the plight of our people. This is why I'm doing it. And maybe nothing can be done. I don't know. I won't know until I have a greater understanding of it. And maybe something can be done. But the whole purpose is I'm human like you human. I'm nobody special. But I'm just trying to make a difference. And I don't want to come on here and always be negative. But I do want to come on here and always educate. And come from a different perspective. So... All amendments to the United States of Constitution, and thank you again, listeners, for being patient. Congress of the United States began and held at the city of New York on Wednesday, the 4th of March, 1789. The conventions of of a number of the states having at the time of their adopting the Constitution expressed a desire in order to prevent misconstruction or abuse of its powers, that further declaratory and restrictive clauses should be added, and as extending the ground of public confidence in the government will best ensure the benefits ends of its institution resolved by the state and House of Representatives of the United States of America and Congress Assembly, two-thirds of both House concurring that the following articles, excuse me, you guys, I've been talking so much, I'm tongue-tied, so bear with me. Be proposed to the legislators of the several states as amendments to the Constitution of the United States, all or any of which articles, when ratified by three-fourths of the said legislators, to be valid to all intents and purposes as part of the said Constitution. I read that in the first part of reading the Constitutional articles in addition to the amendment of the constitution of the united states of america proposed by congress and ratified by legislators of the several states pursuant to the fifth article of the original constitution the following text is transcript is a transcription of the first 10 amendments to the constitution in their original form those amendments were ratified december 15 1791 and form what is known as the Bill of Rights. So here we go. Amendment 1. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion, or prohibiting the free exercise thereof, or abridging the freedom of speech, or of the press, 
or the right of the people peacefully to assemble and to petition the government for redress of grievances. Amendment 2. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the secretary of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Amendment 3. No soldier shall in time of peace be quartered in any house without the consent of the owner, nor in time of war, but in a manner to be prescribed by law. Amendment 4. The right of the people to be secured in their persons, house, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated, and no warrants shall issue, but upon probable cause, supported by the oath or affirmation, and particularly describing the place to be searched, and the persons or things to be seized. Article 5. No person shall be held to answer for a capital or otherwise infamous crime unless on a presentment or indictment of a grand jury, except in cases arising in the land or naval forces or in the militia when in actual service in time of war or public danger, nor shall any person be subject for the same offenses to be twice put in jeopardy of life, so that's double jeopardy, or limb, nor shall be compared compelled in any criminal case to be a witness against himself, nor be deprived of life, liberty, or property without due process of law, nor shall private property be taken from public use without compensation. This is interesting. In all criminal process, oh, oh I'm sorry, that was our, now the article six. In all criminal prosecutions, the accused shall enjoy the right to a speedy and public trial by any impartial jury of the state and district wherein the crime shall have been committed, which district shall have been previously ascertained by law, and to be informed of the nature and cause of the accusations, to be confronted with the witness against him, to have compulsory process for obtaining witnesses in his favor, and to have the assistance of counsel in his defense. Amendment 7. In suits at common law where the value in controversy shall exceed $20, the right of trial by jury shall be preserved, and no fact tried by a jury shall be otherwise re-examined in any court of the United States than according to the rules of the common law. Amendment 8. Excessive bail shall not be required, nor excessive fines imposed, nor cruel and unusual punishment. That's interesting. Amendment 9. The enumeration of the Constitution of certain rights shall not be construed to deny or disparage others retained by the people. What was I on? Amendment 10. The powers not delegated to the United States by the Constitution nor prohibited by, by it to the states are reserved to the states respectfully or to the people. Amendment 11. Passed by Congress March 4, 1794, ratified February 7, 1995. Note, Article 3, Section 2 of the Constitution was modified by Amendment 11. 
the, the judicial power of the United States shall not be construed to extend to any suit in law or equity, commerced or prosecuted against one of the United States by a citizen or another state or by citizens or subjects of any foreign state. Article 12, passed by Congress December 9, 1803, ratified June 5, 1804. Note, a portion of Article 2, Section 1 of the Constitution was superseded by the 12th Amendment. The electors shall meet in their respective states and vote by ballot for the president and vice president, one of whom at least shall not be an inhabitant of the same state within themselves. They shall name in their ballots the person voted for as president and in distinct ballots the person voted for as vice president. And they shall make distinct lists of all persons voted for as president and of all persons voted for vice president and the number of votes of for each which list they shall sign and certify and transmit seal to the seat of the government of the united states directed to the president of the senate the president shall be the president in su- if such number of majority of the whole number of electors appointed, if no person have such majority, then from the persons having the highest number, not exceeding three on the list of those voted for. As president, the House of Representatives shall choose immediately by ballot the president, but in choosing the president, the vote shall be taken by state, the representation from each state having one vote. A quorum for the purpose shall consent of a member or members from two-thirds of the state. A majority in all of, of all the states shall be necessary to a choice. And the, if the House of Representatives shall not choose a president whenever the right of choice shall dissolve upon them before the fourth day of March next following, then the vice president shall act as president, as in the case of the death or other constitutional disability of the president, the person having the greatest number of votes as vice president shall be the vice president if such number be a majority of the whole number of electors appointed. And if no person have a majority, then from the two highest numbers on the list, the Senate shall choose the vice president a quorum for the purpose shall consent of two-thirds of the whole number of senators, and a majority of the whole number shall be necessary to choose. But no person constitutionally ineligible to the office of president shall be eligible to that of vice president of the United States. Superseded by Section 3 of the 20th Amendment. <clears throat> so yeah, that's the first 12. Those are, um, those are interesting. Yeah, that's the 12. So now I'm on the 13th. Sorry, it's in Roman numerals, guys. (laughs) I'm really not good with Roman numerals. So, um, yeah. Let me write this down as y'all can hear me ruffling my paper. So hopefully I have this right. Um, so yeah, um, those, those are, those are pretty interesting. So, 
yeah um so that's the first 12 so now we're on amendment 13 y'all bear with me now amendment 13 so a portion well let me go back to to under 12 a portion of the art was superseded by the 13th amendment so section one neither slavery nor involuntary servitude except as a punishment for crime whereof the party shall have been duly convicted shall exist within the united states or any place subject to their jurisdiction so that's interesting in section two congress shall have power to enforce this article by appropriate legislation so Article 13 passed by Congress June 13, 1866, ratified June 9, 1868. Note, Article 1, Section 2 of the Constitution was modified by Section 2 of the 14th Amendment. Now, speaking of the 14th Amendment, um, Will Smith did a problematic documentary on Netflix, and I view it problematic for several reasons, and I'll do a podcast on that. But y'all might want to check out that documentary on Netflix um, about the 14th Amendment. So, um, section one. All persons born or naturalized in the United States and subject to the jurisdiction thereof are citizens of the United States and of the state wherein they reside. No state shall make or enforce any law which shall abridge the privileges or immunities of citizens of the United States, nor shall any state deprive any person of life, liberty, or property without due process of law, nor deny to any person within its jurisdiction the equal protection of laws. So we should all be getting equal protection, right? Section 2. Representatives shall be appointed among the several states according to their respective numbers, counting the whole number of persons in each state, excluding Indians not taxed. But when the right to vote at any election for the choice of electors for president and vice president of the United States, representatives in Congress, the executive and judicial officers of, of a state, or the members of the legislature, thereof is denied to any of the male inhabitants of such state being 21 years of age and citizens of the United States are in any way abridged except for participation in rebellion or other crimes. The basis of representation therein shall be reduced in the proportion which the number of such male citizens shall bear to the whole number of male citizens 21 years of age in such states. That's so funny that the whole thing is reading male. Ah! And I'm not a feminist. It's just funny to me. Section 3, no person shall be a senator or representative in Congress or elector of president and vice president or hold any office civil or military under the United States or under any state who having previously taken an oath as a member of Congress or as an officer of the United States or as a member of any state legislator or as an executive or judicial officer of any state to support the Constitution of the United States shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same or giving aid or comfort to the enemies thereof. But Congress may by a vote of two-thirds of each house remove such disability. Section 4. The validity of the public debt of the United States authorized by law, including debts incurred for payments or pensions, 
and bounties for services in suppressing insurrection or rebellion shall not be questioned, but neither in the United States nor any state shall assume or pay any debt or obligation incurred in aid of insurrection or rebellion against the United States or any claim for the loss or emancipation of any slave, but all such debts, obligations, and claims shall be held illegally in vote. You know what the sad thing about this this amendments and constitution is that slavery is even in here. It's like the grossest shit. Like y'all got so much blood on your hands it's not even funny. Section 5. The Congress shall have the power to enforce by appropriate legislation the provisions of this article charged by section 1 of the 26th amendment. So we're on amendment 14. Are we on amendment 15? What's X5? Hold on, y'all. Let me see what X5 means. Give me a second. Um, so we're on 15. Okay, so I'm on 15. Should have known that. So I'm on 15. Yeah, because I just talked about Amendment 14, and I told y'all to do uh, doc- watch the documentary passed by Congress February 26, 1869, ratified February 3, 1870. Section 1 The right of the citizens of the United States to vote shall be denied. No, let me start that over. Amendment 15, Section 1 The rights of the citizens of the United States to vote shall not be denied or abridged by the United States or by any state on account of race, color, or previous conditions or servitude. So that bill that y'all passed in Georgia is so totally against the Constitution. Let's, let's, let's talk about that. Um, section 2. The Congress shall have the power to enforce this article by appropriate legislation. Article 16. Amendment 16, I mean. I hope I haven't been saying articles. I'm reading amendments. Passed by Congress July 2nd, 1909. Ratified February 3rd, 1913. Dang, look how long it took them to ratify that. Article 1, Section 9 of the Constitution was modified by Amendment 16. The Congress shall have the power to lay and collect taxes on incomes from whatever source derived without apportionment among the several states and without regard to any census or enumerations. So I think I'm on 17. Yeah. Hold on. Let me let me check. Let me check. Hold on. Sorry, guys, for the pause. I'm on 17. Okay. So. I'm on 17. Yeah, that's what I thought. I'm on 17. Okay. (sighs) The Senate of the United States shall be composed of two senators from each state, elected by the people thereof for six years, and each senator, senator shall have one vote. The electors in each state shall have the qualifications requisite for electors of the most numerous branch of the state legislators 
when vacancies happen in the representation of any state in the Senate, the executive authority of such state shall issue rights of election to fill such vacancies, provided that the legislator of any state may empower the executive thereof to make temporary appointments until the people fill the vacancies by election as the legislator may direct. The amendment shall not be so construed as to affect the election or term of any senator chosen before it becomes valid as part of the Constitution. Okay, 18. We're on 18. Passed by Congress December 18, 1917. Ratified January 16, 1919. Repealed by Amendment 21. Um, section 1. After one year from the ratification of this article, the manufacture, sale, and transportation of intoxicating liquors within the importation thereof into or the exportation thereof from the United States in all territories subject to the jurisdiction thereof for beverage purposes is hereby prohibited. Section 2. The Congress and several states shall have concurrent power to enforce this article by appropriate legislation. Section 3. The article shall be inoperative unless it shall have been ratified as an amendment to the Constitution by the legislators of the several states as provided in the Constitution within seven years from the date of this submission hereof to the states by the Congress. Amendment 19. Passed by the Congress June 4, 1919, ratified August 18, 1920, the right of the citizens of the United States to vote shall not be denied or abridged by the United States or by any state <coughs> on account of sex. Excuse me. Congress shall have power to enforce this article by appropriate legislation. Article 20. Amendment 20, I'm sorry. Passed by Congress March 2nd, 1932. Ratified January 23rd, 1933. Note, Article 1, Section 4 of the Constitution was modified by Section 2 of this amendment. In addition, a portion of the 12th Amendment was superseded by Section 3. Section 1 of Article 20. The terms of the President and the Vice President shall end at noon on the 20th day of January and the terms of the Senators and Representatives at noon on the 3rd day of January of the year in which such terms would have ended if this article had not been ratified and the terms of their successes shall then begin. Section 2, the Congress shall assemble at least once in every year, and such meetings shall begin at noon on the third day of January, unless they shall by law appoint a different day. Section 3, if at any time fixed for the beginning of the term of the president, the president-elect shall have died, the vice president-elect shall become president. If a president shall not have been chosen before the time fixed for the beginning of his term, or if the president-elect shall have failed to qualify, then the vice president-elect shall act as president until a president shall have qualified, and the Congress may by law provide for the case wherein neither a president-elect nor a vice president shall have qualified, declaring who shall then act as president, or the manner in which one who is to act shall be selected, and such person shall act accordingly until a president or vice president shall qualify. Section 4. 
The Congress may by law provide for the case of the death of any of the persons from whom the House of Representatives may choose as president whenever the right of choice shall have devolved upon them. And for the case of the death of any of the persons from whom the Senate may choose a vice president whenever the right of choice shall have devolved upon them. Section 5. Section 1 and 2 shall take effect on the 15th day of October following the ratification of this article. Section 6. This article shall be inoperative unless it shall have been ratified as an amendment to the Constitution by the legislators of three-fourths of the several states within seven years from the date of its submission. Amendment 21. Passed by Congress February 20th, 1933, ratified December 5th, 1933, Section 1. The 18th Article of Amendment to the Constitution of the United States is hereby repealed. Section 2. The transportation or importation into any state, territory, or possessions of the United States for delivery or use therein of intoxicating liquors is in violation of the laws thereof is hereby prohibited. Section 3. This article shall be inoperative unless it shall have ratified as an amendment to the Constitution by conventions in several states, as provided in the Constitution within seven years from the date of the submission hereof to the states by the Congress. And so I'm going to stop it at um, 21. I'll start back on 22 of the amendments. Um, yeah, I'm going to start on 22 of the amendments. So... Um, I'm going to end it here. Uh, Once again, take the time to find a quiet place, to find some peace in your life. There's a lot going on in this world, and you need to give your mind, body, soul, spirit a break. Please find some peace within this 24 hours of this day. I will talk to y'all on the next episode.